This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, is your roommate filthy or is she trying to kill you? We discuss race and cleanliness, our use of pronouns, why, quote, alternative blackness is not a thing, and how to not respond to rape allegations. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Tea with Queen and Jay. Yo, we're doing a fucking series of reviews for She's, She's Gotta, Gotta Have It, it on titled, our review show. Titled, We've, we've Gotta, Gotta Have, have it. it. Question mark? Question mark? Uh, or we could have just said, We've Gotta Have It. Okay, you wanna do that? Or? No. Okay, <laughs> all right. We don't got to, because this is our show and we do what the fuck we want. Anyway, so that shit drops every Wednesday starting December 6th. I think we we'll probably do like what five episodes of that shit. Yeah, five. Yeah. We'll be doing two episodes. Yep, two episodes of She's Gotta Have uh-huh. It every week. Yes, every Wednesday. Um, they'll be about twenty minutes long. Check that shit out. Yes. Listen to it. We will be analyzing the fuck out, out of She's, She's Gotta, Gotta Have it. it. So check us out. Do it with us. Watch listen, the show. Listen. We are back. We're back after like a week off. It's been a minute. We haven't been recording in a while. Yeah. The it's listener been a while. haven't heard us in a week. True that, true that, true that. Um, feels good to be back. It does. It, it does. does feel good. Um, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Hello, motherfuckers. Welcome to two. Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea. tea. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with, with Queen, Queen and Jay. I haven't been owing. I've been like saving it. I haven't had anyone to out with. Yeah, I think that right. could be it, it too. I just you're right, you're right. You're right. Hour. True, true. It's nice to do that again. It was good. Feels good. Feels good. Feels good. If you would like to follow the conversation had on this podcast, um, while you listen, after you listen, whenever you feel like it, um, use the hashtag, hashtag T with QJ. Mm-hmm. Use that on Facebook, Tinder, Twitter, yep. Instagram. We use that to like see what you guys are saying. Mm-hmm. We love we it. Do. Mm-hmm. We do. We do. Do you have any libations? Do I have libations? Yes, I do have libations. That's cool. Um, my libations are actually for the Tea with Queen and Jay listener. Nice. I wanted to libate everyone who listens to this podcast and who understands that Jay and I always want to produce good content for you. Um, but you guys treat us really, really well when we take breaks. Mm-hmm. And that's appreciated That's appreciated by right. me and Jay because in order for us to like, y'all understand, like in order for us to keep doing this shit, mm-hmm. we kind of need to recharge. Um we need the space mm-hmm. we, you know like all this all of that stuff right. like they're always like really like i'm gonna miss you guys but enjoy your time yeah. off you never threaten us you never be like where's my show like we, it's not where's the art <laughs> yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i i like that y'all appreciate the process right. for us and mm-hmm. i wanted to pull libations for our listeners because y'all are lit as fuck that's awesome yes that's very cool um i have libations just a quick uh reminder libations are when we pour one out for the homies we talk about the people places and things that we're fucking with things mm-hmm. that give us black ass joy um and my libations this week are for regis and i'm not sure if she pronounces her name Karan or Karen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's K A H R A N. They are a husband and wife team. Uh, their website is creativesoulphoto.com. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. also on Instagram at creativesoulphoto. But they did this whole series of photos. They're selling calendars and I think stationery and stuff like that. Uh-huh of um black girls called afro art and so it's young black girls with i believe all the hair is natural with natural hair and afros in different styles Mm -hmm. and they're all really well um styled like clothing wise and stuff like that 
I printed out a bunch of the images and framed them for my niece mm-hmm. and put them up in her in her bedroom. Um, so that was really cool. And I know yeah. they did it so that black girls could see images of them, you know, in powerful poses and just like looking beautiful and stuff like that. Yeah. So I thought it was cool. I was looking at it online and I was like, this is great. But how do I get this to like my niece? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do I make this like matter for her? I could show her. She could scroll through it real quick. Yeah. But how do I like like fry this shit of like black girls or everything yeah. into her brain? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'll like fucking print them out and make it a thing. So I did that over the day of mourning day of remembrance holiday Mm -hmm. and so that was really cool um so i wanted to elaborate them you can visit their website they are selling calendars you can actually buy prints and gift them to the black people and girls in your life and shit that's great i like that i I did see um those images and Mm -hmm. everybody i think i seen them on a tumblr randomly and i was like Mm -hmm. the fuck oh this is dope yeah it's a lot a lot of them were um i guess baroque um style yeah 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 which was really cool and they had some other afropunk posted a lot of them on their instagram Mm -hmm, too like mm -hmm. it was making its rounds which is great and which you need to happen right right no they're gorgeous so libations to them for that also we have some donation libation (laughs) if you would like to contribute to the growth of this podcast you can donate to tea with queen and j podcast by visiting our website tea with queen and j.com there is a donation tab you can hit that it'll say donate and it'll give you two options you can donate to our paypal and that's a one-time donation any amount you want to give and you can actually come back and give more if you feel like it and that link is there or you can join our patreon subscribe to that shit and we're asking all our listeners to donate two dollars a month if everyone who listens to this show donates two dollars a month we can fucking do everything we can go to south by southwest we can like go to all the fucking conferences where everybody mixes and mingles <laughs> what happened i was like i don't want to go there yeah i got, I, I got that <laughs> impression her own things i'm like i got that impression. you can go that's cool well if we had the money i could go <laughs> yes. and you could stay you could do something else with yeah. that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. we could divide and conquer mm-hmm. um, exactly yes that's what the white man did this. moving along <laughs> we have libations for everyone who donated to the show um so the homie drew because my birthday is coming up he actually venmoed me birthday cash and marked it dope. t with queen and j cash thank so you. thank you so much drew i appreciate that um, resistance zaddy upped his pledge um to ten dollars a month that. yes thank you so much we appreciate you that's on patreon and then we got a bunch of new patreon subscribers we got jennifer ashley kaidel koi rebecca and stephanie from the lemonade show broke us off Thank everybody you. yeah make sure you, you all listen, listen to, to the, lemonade yep, the lemonade show podcast or the lemonade podcast she is a black girl nerd and it's fucking lit so make sure you check her out she talks about all type of shit and a lot of nerdy shit so it's fucking dope um and rebecca joined our patreon so thank you to everybody who continues to support the growth of this podcast we fuck with you we appreciate you and um it's fucking lit yeah word so um i guess we did all the opening shit so I guess um pronouns oh pronouns yes. pronouns um i didn't really think that much so my pronouns would be she her and bad bitch those are my standard all right i'm ones. with that i'm with that mine are always as usual she her and not a lady i am not a lady and i'm not a fucking lady i'm none of those things her name is janicia yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to get into the show? Yeah, let's get into All it. Right.
What kind What's of tea up? you drinking? Hey, I'm drinking chai tea. What kind of tea are you drinking? I happen to be drinking chai tea Would also. Would you look at that? Yeah, it's delicious. I asked for extra honey. Mine is okay. It's in yours too, but you didn't mix it yeah. up, so that's good. Um, I feel like it was sitting that long. The honey right, should have right, 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 right. do. Mm-hmm. I know the science. Mm-hmm. It should have be oh, good. So. Sometimes I feel like that shit just sits there. No, the I feel like that wasn't enough. Period. Oh, <laughs> like, I should have to be doing all them things. But Jay actually purchased this tea for me, so I wasn't gonna be like, "What's this?" I'm not. I wasn't. You know. Oh, oh wasn't enough. What, honey? I don't taste any honey. But you didn't even stir it up. Yeah, but I feel like I still should be able to taste honey. Interesting. Yeah, I should. But, you know, it happens. So she's disappointed. All right. I am a little bit. (laughs) I wanted to start off by addressing something that one of our listeners brought to our attention on Twitter. Yes. And it is pronouns, right? So at the start of this episode, something that we started doing um, was saying what our pronouns are. Mine are always not a lady because mm-hmm. I'm not a fucking lady. Um, I know that yours change sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they're fun things. Sometimes they're serious things or whatever, but yeah. it changes. And so somebody brought to our attention that they feel like they feel like straight cis, cis straight folks in general or cis folks should not be. They use the term playing with. Um, should not be playing with the idea of pronouns Mm -hmm. because for anyone who doesn't know those are things that have been we talk more about pronouns now because of those who do not follow or some who follow the binary but Mm -hmm. maybe physically don't look like Like, you would assume oh this this is assume someone is male right based on their their appearance right instead of the pronouns that they go by yeah you know what i'm saying what do you think i saw that tweet and i honestly was like anyway Mm-hmm. which one my first thought was anyway then i was like wait am i being like one of them privileged people right. who are just like not listening mm-hmm. i will say the person who tweeted it i don't really like so okay. i could have been um, not the person so someone tweet let me just clarify somebody tweeted a tweet and then one someone, of our one of our, our listeners, listeners tagged, tagged us, us in it. yes and so when you say when you say the person you didn't really like you're talking about the, the, yeah, the, the, person the original tweeted. of the, the original person who tweet tweeted, right, not the right, person right. who added us right right you know i fucked with the person who added yes, us they okay. know who they are cool. But the person who tweets, um, who tweeted the tweet actually annoys me and I find him a little self-righteous. Okay. Um, so it was just like, girl, shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it did make me think about me and my privilege and how I can play with that. And, and to clarify, the person who tweeted it is a cis het person. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, at least cis person. I don't actually, I don't know her. Um, um, sexual privilege. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure. It did make me think a little bit about that. Like, mm-hmm. I do have the privilege to play with my pronouns right. because I... The pronoun that I use, she, her, um, is what people would look at me and assume that right. I'm she, her. Right. Um, so I do have the room to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. That, right. Yeah, so that right. could be like a part of my privilege that I'm not really understanding because right. I am myself learning this. I'm learning. We're learning as we, especially when it comes to binary and stuff. Mm-hmm. I am very ignorant or pretty ignorant to it. So mm-hmm. I'm learning as I go along and as I pick up information, I, right. you know, whatever. Um, but... It could be for me because the messenger is also cis mm-hmm. that it was like, is this really a thing? Right, right. Or are we just making a thing out of something that's not a thing? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, like you saying that you would you would probably better receive that message if it was coming from a trans person, yeah, or somebody who doesn't fit the gender. Exactly. Binary, and I know I would know take it. it a lot more right, seriously. Right, right, like, right, oh, right. okay. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. What am I playing with? Right here. Right, right. Yeah. For me, it's something that I. It's something that has crossed my mind, but it, I didn't feel like I was doing anything disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And because 
we make it a point to respect everyone's sexuality here. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's sexuality, everyone's gender, um, identity. And, and yeah, we respect the binary. We like we are the binary, the non-binary. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's not, and, and when I, I guess when I say that, I don't say that to say, well, we love everybody and try and be conscious so we could do whatever we want. Um, I say that to say that I feel, or in doing that, we are, we are hoping because there are people who don't understand what the point of pronouns are. You know exactly. what I'm saying? And I think that even in me, like talking about my pronouns and it has been valuable to me, I guess, to think about what it means to me to be she and her. When yeah. we first started doing it, and and honestly, because if you think about, like, possibility models and how Laverne Cox talks about possibility models yeah. and, you know, things that you didn't even know were possible, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I've been a she, her, who has always, in many ways, considered myself, like, androgynous at times mm-hmm. or whatever. I didn't know I had the option if I felt like it to, like, be like... Oh, and, and and again, I say I felt like it not to reduce that thing. I didn't know it was an option yeah, like you to didn't... do anything else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when we first started talking about pronouns, I was like, well, let me really think. Am I she, her? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Is that mm-hmm. it? Or is that something that I just rocked with because, you know, that's just what I was told all this time. So I thought about it. Mm-hmm. I took a minute. I thought about it. And I'm like, yes, I actually am a she and a her. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so... For me, it is something, I, I just say all that to say that it is something that we thought about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that, like, it's while while it is light, it's not something that we are taking lightly, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to add that, like, when I first learned about, um, I don't want to say an option, but mm-hmm. when I first learned about people present present not that's not a poor word too but when i first thought of when i first started seeing people asking people's pronouns and right. what do you what do you want to be what is your pronoun mm-hmm. what do you identify as right. um is when i first actually started to think about gender being a construct mm-hmm. like i didn't i never thought of those things i felt that everyone could be whatever they wanted to be but right. i didn't think about gender being a construct a social construct that people created until people started right. asking people their pronouns mm-hmm. so for me that's what it's become like reminding myself or maybe teaching people in a not so because like i said i'm learning this and this yeah. is new to me but like in a very basic one-on-one way to, to always ask pronouns mm-hmm. and teach people that this is a construct and right the be like i'm not a she her because I've been told a she her mm-hmm. i'm a she her because i say i'm a she right. her type of thing right so that's what it that's what it's been for me. Mm-hmm. That's why I, you know, do that. She, mm-hmm. her, and then I change it to other things that have added to me and my feminist mm-hmm. and all those things. That's why even if my things are fun, it's always like a woman thing or right. um, because my my pronouns are she, her. And then the other one, when I usually play with it, mm-hmm. there's always some something that made me just feel more bad bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Usually. Right, um, right. And for me, and 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 please... Again, and we're having this discussion also because we want to open the floor to yeah. um, specifically anybody who lives outside of the binary um, and to trans folks. But we're also open to hearing whatever any of our listeners think about this topic is fine. But uh-huh. we would like to hear from um, trans folks and those who whom, aren't. Whom the, the construct of gender doesn't affect me in the way it affects other people because, right, because I am a she-her. Yes. Mm-hmm. What I present... F- 
physically mm-hmm. is attached you, to my pronoun right. also. In addition to what you were assigned at birth yes. and all of that and stuff. And all of those right. things. All of those things are completely aligned. So mm-hmm. I, I, so yeah, I would, right. like you said, I would yeah. rather, not that I would rather, but I need the input of people mm-hmm. who's all of these things are not as right. aligned as it is right. for me. Right. And I'm going to do, personally, I'm going to do some more research on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like Googling for myself, because I know that's a possible thing. So mm-hmm. I'm going to Google that shit and see if there's been other dialogue about this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the floor is open for anybody who wants to add and contribute to that. I have been, um, using the she, her in this, in, in this show as an opportunity for me to also affirm that I'm not a lady, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That while I am, she, I am her, I'm not a lady. I am Because not... lady is also this construct. Right. Right. And it's something, that's one of those things I feel strongly about. Mm-hmm. And this really, honestly, some, my brother addressed me as a lady or said ladies no he was talking to me addressed me as a lady over the holiday yeah. and i was like you know thank you but i'm not you know whatever he was saying yeah. i affirmed what he was saying and i was like but i'm not a lady sweetheart just please you know just note that yeah he was like well, huh? so i had we had that conversation. you're not a lady <laughs> but you have a vagina right, right. Like, so that like he couldn't really <laughs> what the fuck um so we had that conversation and i was like yeah i don't bring it up at work uh-huh. because people I, again i still have to have people i still have to teach people not to call me girl yeah. mm-hmm. you know and yeah. say hey girls when they're looking at two brown mm-hmm. women that's who are what assistants. i'm working on too i still say i still i call women girls like right which i'm trying right, to like right right like work yeah. Through also. yeah but yeah. mine is kind of reverse like my bad bitch is reverse like no one just says bad bitch mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. my whole life especially me being a person who's very like hood adjacent mm-hmm. or very like um what you know what i'm saying yeah um I was always told not to be a bad bitch. You don't mm-hmm. want to be like them girls. Them girls is gold diggers. Right. Those girls are this. Mm-hmm. They're all they care about is the superficial yeah, and all of this yeah, shit. And it's yeah. like, nah, it's not true. Like I'm a bad bitch regardless mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. what the that construct right. of which y'all think right. bad bitches right, and right, shit. Right, right, so right. like, no, I'm like, nah, but I am a bad mm-hmm. bitch. And then in addition, it could be taken as it could be taken as us using that time to appropriate pronoun yeah. culture yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah, so so be. while i really do not want motherfuckers calling me a lady is it right for me to appropriate this time that's set for pronouns mm-hmm. for me to be like oh well i'm also not a fucking lady or oh i'm also a bad bitch yeah. or whatever so i don't know you know what i'm saying we don't know and um but it's something that we've been doing we're open to the conversation yeah. So let us know us. what you think about it. We're all good with being yeah. schooled too. Yeah. Just not by that person who tweeted. Right. <laughs> right. right. Well, right. another thing I wanted to bring up, um, what I was saying to Jay is that briefly was that um and I think maybe this is why I kind of rejected that tweet was because I'm weird about self righteousness. Like right. I'm just learning like baby step um gender contra- uh, construct mm-hmm. stuff like mm-hmm. baby so i don't dictate to anyone how to really right. do it because i'm still learning mm-hmm. and i feel like a lot of um, people learn something and the very next day they're like no you're supposed to do this and this right. and this and this and that right. so I, I know i took it in that way mm-hmm. um so because there, there are things where i know like mm-hmm. nah motherfucker right, like, right you know whatever but those are things that i've been living through my whole life mm-hmm. or have been studying or challenging within myself for, like yeah. years and years and years and years I just don't want no motherfucker learning about binary or non-binary mm-hmm. stuff on Tuesday coming to me yeah. Friday like nah you know just yeah. I don't and, and in addition to that like we're not there I will say there have been times when I've heard people talk about pronouns and they'd be like 
oh well i'm a unicorn today or what you know what i'm saying shit like that mm-hmm. we, we come here and we say we are she we are her and we usually use something that we also feel is affirming you yes, know what i'm saying yep, so exactly. we're not we're not playing with it like i'm this blue pillow because i fucking like blue pillows yeah, like exactly. that's not that's At not all. what it is we're mm-hmm. usually we're cardi b or we're something that we fucking believe in yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, that's not like, a fucking game because i'm the one who changes a lot mm-hmm. when i change it i always say why that thing right 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 is affirming mm-hmm. for me yeah blah, 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 blah. yeah and again i i offer that not to say that this is why it's okay but i offer that to say to me the difference between like like i have heard people play with it in a way that makes me uncomfortable yeah you know what i'm saying like that is to me like loose and callous and shit like yeah. that but totally. again we're opening the floor so if you think that even in the way that we do it it's not cool it's not okay fucking let us know yeah send you us know? an email yeah let tea us know with, what you think with at, gmail. at gmail.com we're down with it so sure thank you guys for your input we fucking appreciate that shit yeah and if you're not guys we thank you folks or you people. people we thank you people people you know yes all right um so the social meds mm-hmm. <laughs> um i came across this story about the i think you have more info than me though oh about the fucking uh, that the, racist the young racist white chick who fucking yeah. tortured her yeah. roommate who <laughs> <laughs> oh, i like this headline fledgling. are you do you write for bossip right <laughs> fledgling racist brianna brochu i think her name is or brochu however white people say that um her roommate uh was living with her minding her fucking business they're fucking roommates in college yeah. in a fucking dorm room or whatever and she, as you all have heard this story a lot of you before, um, had slowly was trying to get rid of her, her roommate, roommate who she called uh what did she call Jamaican her? Barbie. Jamaican Barbie. Um, she would I think spit in her coconut oil. Yeah, all of these things that which is a grade A offense, like Co- bitch, what? You're you gonna my, defile my, my coconut, coconut like my way of life? Unacceptable. She's a said that she put her toothbrush where the sun don't shine mm-hmm. um, she affirmed all of these things on social media on after her, her, yeah yeah after the um her roommate who she was targeting finally decided to move um the roommate's name is uh chanel jazzy Rowe. um and so on twitter i think a lot of people have seen was it justice for jazzy the mm-hmm. hashtag yeah. right because we were trying to get this girl charged for her bullshit um she admitted via instagram via instagram so it's one tape mm-hmm. like it's not hearsay no not at all <laughs> she says finally did it your girl got rid of her roommate after a, after one and a half months of spitting in her coconut oil, putting moldy clam dip in her lotions, rubbing used tampons on her backpack, putting her toothbrush places where the sun don't shine, and so much more. I can finally say goodbye, Jamaican Barbie. Um, okay, so that's racist as fuck. As fuck. Um, but anyway, but we're here today. So that should happen a little while ago. We're here today talking about it because she was um charged with bullshit like okay so people were saying that she should be charged with a hate crime um when this story led it's been a few weeks since the story led and now her charges are like some soft ass white shit that you know is not gonna hold court anywhere she did get expelled from a school but other than that so she turned herself into police uh, originally after the police had began investigating and shit like that mm-hmm. based on her ridiculous Instagram post. Yeah. Um, and then she was later charged with 
third degree criminal mischief and second degree breach of peace. What, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is breach of peace, yo? What that is the whitest charge I've ever heard. That's a charge you find. It's like we can't charge this white girl with a crime. Let's make up something. Let's make up. Let's make breach of peace. Like what? They like that sounds like nothing. They they like reach. They went into law books and was oh like, yeah, Let's find something. Yeah, because even if a- exactly, <laughs> even if that shows up on her record, like that's on her record for life, it looks mad light and it simple. Looks mad, yeah, there, it looks like she was at a protest. Exactly. Oh <laughs> like, my god. She looks like a revolutionary. Meanwhile, motherfuckers at protest. Protests. You think they'll be charged with this? Hell, the fuck no. Absolutely not absolutely not that's what it looks like on yeah the yeah so police at the time were also trying to add on another charge of intimidation based on bigotry or bias um and prosecutors uh they haven't made it clear whether or not they're going to add hate crime hate crime charges even mm-hmm. though you know people are calling for that shit yeah but i just thought it was interesting i mean obvious yeah and interesting that she was that they found that fucking breach of peace what in the entire black fuck yeah what the f- nah dead ass looked like she just was protesting yeah yeah that's it and i've never heard like she that. was wearing a pussy hat yes <laughs> yes and just got caught up like, yeah and just got caught up in all the years that we have been protesting and reading about protests and hearing about mother i have never heard no shit like that yo rosa parks ain't get charged breach of peace <laughs> breach of peace breach of peace. i know what she did was sit on a bus you know what I'm saying? Protesters are being killed. Killed. And this girl gets breach of peace breach. For, for poisoning her roommate. Her roommate. All right. Over a month. That's crazy. But I thought this was interesting. Um, And I noticed you on Facebook. It has sparked um, yeah. some questions for you in Miss Vixen Magazine. Yeah. So I want to talk about that. Yeah. So what made me think of it was right now I'm looking for a place again. Yes, again. And um, I don't want to live with white people. Um. Because I know I have to have a roommate because New York City is expensive as fuck. Yeah. Um, so I got invited to a POC um, roommate um, Facebook group where people are trying to find places. Oh, that's blah, nice. Blah. So I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, you know, you, f- you forget that things are necessary until yeah. they're like, I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. I'm in Because I'm in a bunch of Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. But I realize I'm not in them as much as far as looking for a place to live because it's like, I don't, I don't want to live with a... I want to live with a POC person. Right. I just do. Um, so I had that thought. Then this story comes out. So then I went on, f- on Facebook and was asking people about their experiences with living with white people. Because I never have. Because y'all know me. I'm in my little black mm-hmm. Snuggie. And I'm black. <laughs> and I'm black. And I'm black. And I'm, I'm black. My, my black Snuggie. Right. Of, of right. like resistance yes, to white yes. supremacy. I believe a, a, a podcast in which you were a guest called it Your Black Bubble. Yes. <laughs> You just stay in your in black, black bubble? bubble. How does that work? Uh, yeah, it's not hard, shorty. <laughs> At all. <laughs> At all. Uh-huh. And then but the thing when you say black bubble, the thing with black bubble, my black bubble, mm-hmm. bubbles are like transparent. Like I still see the right, world. Right. Exactly. It's stupid. But exactly. anyway, yeah. and it's a it's a it's a safety measure, and exactly. you're you're allowed to feel safe, just like everyone else. Everyone else. Yep. So, um, yeah, so a lot of the comments I was getting, most of the comments I was getting was that white people are dirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think someone said some, their roommate had, like, snot in the fucking toilet. Oh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, that was that one wasn't me, but you experienced I, yes, that? yes, I, after college, um, when I lived in D.C., I had a, I had two roommates, one black, one white, um, my white roommate was disgusting, <laughs> fucking gross, okay, shorty, would blow snot in the shower which i've heard of people doing well after i had not heard before but since then i don't know people 
Yeah. If they do, they clean it, and I've never seen. Boom. See, burgers. that's that's the piece that you're missing, <laughs> right? If you live in a space, okay, with like me and her, we're not having sex. We were not a fucking couple. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see your snot, snot in the shower. She would blow her snot all over the fucking shower, yellow mucus, and then leave that shit there. But you're in the shower, like there's water and shit. Oh like, no, no, I don't no, understand no. why you don't just. I con- feel like she just put the water on her finger and dabs it in the places that she <laughs> wanted to be clean, yo. And then she wouldn't dry off her whole body and she'd just oh, be God. fucking, she'd just go to her room like a fucking Sasquatch and leave puddles of water <laughs> on the way <laughs> to her room. It was fucking disgusting. Now, prior to this, so I did go to Vanderbilt University. Uh-huh. Shout out to Black Vandy. Um, prior to this, I had, you know, shared a dorm dorm hall yeah. with white folks. I was blessed enough to where I was in a single, so I didn't have to share a bedroom. Yeah. But we were sharing showers and bathrooms and shit like that. So also disgusting, but I had never seen no shit like that when I was like living intimately That's with that great, bitch. Great, great, it was great. disgusting. And of course, she washed all of the dog's toys. Of course, she had a huge ass dog. Washed all the dog's toys and shit with the human sponge and put it in oh, the drain the nah. dish drain how to the nah. nah i even have a cat sponge mm-hmm. I, I don't do that i have a dog i don't wash her and and sometimes maybe hennessy has accidentally kissed me in the mouth okay i would never wash her stuff with my stuff yeah i would never either no mixing but it was the responses i were getting everyone was just talking about the cleanliness right, and right, i kind right. of had to redirect the conversation like okay like to actual trauma yeah and actual like trauma like yeah. real not to say that that stuff is mm-hmm, fake shit but mm-hmm. it was just like and i'm not like being well you listen to the show you know mm-hmm. no, i'm not a white person apologist but i'm just like maybe they're just dirty mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you know, know what i mean yeah. like how like i don't i don't know how to racially racially connect your horrible experience to their whiteness if you're just talking about dirt or like right i see what you're crime. saying so i and i like i've said i've never had any experience where i lived with someone mm-hmm, who was white mm-hmm. but that was like i was just like not that i was taken aback because i've heard that all the time when people right. who have lived had a right wing where they always have some gross story to tell mm-hmm. me but i'm just i'm always kind of like not always i think in that thread yeah. it made me be very like con- like are they disgusting or are they disgusting because they're white or are they just fucking you know what i mean yeah yeah it's like weird mm-hmm, mm-hmm, to me mm-hmm. so it's just like i don't even want to go that route because some people are just fucking dirty yeah because i know not just i'm not saying that i'm not excusing these people experiences mm-hmm. i'm not saying i'm not being like don't call white people dirty because i don't give a fuck right but it was just like um i don't like but you got you got there were there were people who responded with like actual yeah like, i know that trauma but most shit like, like that, yeah right? because my Era roommate was just like they're nasty yeah they're nasty but you know what <laughs> you know what's funny my roommate did do passive aggressive like racist shit and say racist shit sideways shit but honest and true honestly yeah it seems as if the only thing that i'm sure that people had other experiences yeah. too but they will remember hair in the sink let me tell or you like, something let me tell you something you blow snot in the shower all that passive aggressive racial <laughs> shit takes a back seat okay <laughs> snot in my shower where i have to put my foot my naked foot is touching the tub <laughs> you in here yeah, blowing snot but it also made me think Fuck about that how um it made me think about when i'm thinking about i'm still on a, the cleanliness okay thing. it made me think about how back in the day yes um, the propaganda the connected to black people and how we're dirty and how mm-hmm. we stink and all this stuff all of that media propaganda so we go hard mm-hmm. to not stink to not be dirty yeah. so like we're very conscious about that stuff right. all black people i know just very conscious about mm-hmm. like being neat you don't even want somebody in your house if it's mm-hmm. not clean like 
you just want the world to know that black people don't stink and that's that we're right. clean. Yeah. So I, I yeah. think that that's why that was the mm-hmm. response. Like, these motherfuckers. Well, there's is, is- that. And then also, I was having a conversation um, with one of my f- white friends years ago, and he was talking about... Uh, he has like a black sibling, very close, you know, black Uh folks or whatever. And we're talking about slurs and things like that. Right. Um, and so, or like things like racist shit, stereotypes about both sides. And he said he kept asking black folks and everything was about how white people smell like dog. Mm -hmm. Um, it had a lot to do with like odor or wet baloney or like, like, cleanliness things he Uh said he kept hearing about cleanliness things oh and then of course he told me he was like well you know black people can't see in the dark right (laughs) oh is that oh that's the thing that's that's the wave Uh um but anyway okay right Right. well that's why we couldn't be in the military or some some weird shit i was like that's random as fuck but anyway so he found it interesting as did i that a lot of the like racist stereotypes towards white folks had to do with cleanliness Uh and it made us think about um how back in the day during and after slavery how a lot of the jobs for black folks were to clean up after white people yeah and so you Mm -hmm. have this intimate look inside how these motherfuckers live Mm -hmm. and especially how they live um when they know that there is someone to pick up up and clean up after them Mm -hmm. right and so that's something that even in today's society where you have a lot of domestic workers because of the class system a lot of domestic workers are still people of Of color color and still getting an intimate look into someone else's filth yes um and so i also think about I don't want to veer too far off, but I'm on this little train of thought. But yeah. it makes me think about how um, I was able to get someone because I have mentioned before that I live with depression. Yeah. And sometimes I'll get really depressed and then my space will become fucking trash. And yeah. then when I'm out of it, now I'm like, I'm back to normal, but wow, I don't have time. Too much it's too, it's much, too much. Yeah. Too much it's too much trash. Yeah. Right. I have two fucking jobs. It's fucking too much yeah. to do. So the thought of having a cleaning lady come in or housekeeper come in and see me, someone else who's black come into my space and see see me living like this and like just kind of the shame and feeling like, yo, I'm one of these nasty motherfuckers that thinks that someone is there to just pick up after me. And like, Mm -hmm. why aren't I picking up? Cause I don't want to be like that. Yeah. So I wonder sometimes if I wonder if it is cultural as much as it is like experiential, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like what so, you said about yeah, yeah smell and how we take that. care of ourselves. Because I know like that's that. um, you know how it came out that the Johnson and Johnson was causing um cancer or ovarian cancer and mm. a lot of black women. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was looking into that, black people started using baby powder in large numbers because of those types of things where right. people said we stink, so mm-hmm. we were trying to do these things to mm-hmm. um not stink. Or not be dirty, right. or not let it be known. You know, just to seem, you know, because even if you, um, me and you are far along and not wanting to appease white gaze, right, right. but if you're in those spaces where you mm-hmm. feel you have to, mm-hmm. you're going to like go in. So mm-hmm. if you you do all of these things to appease white gaze and make them think you don't stink and make them think you clean and make you think you whatever, right. then you go in their space and they're being, they could be, I don't know, but they could just be very being human or like. Right. Just because I'm messy, mm-hmm. but I think that if I see, I, I know if I see a white person being messy, I'm gonna be like, oh, right, they're messy because right. I'm reacting to mm-hmm. all of that, um, all that stereotyping right. of me and how right. I've been trying so hard to not fall into that space, and mm-hmm. then I come and then now 
your house looks like this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm doing all of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And y'all don't even clean your bathroom, you know? <laughs> or even, even as a younger person going to another black person's house or, or vice versa and like judging the little things they do that might not be clean. clean like, yeah. Yo, you put your purse on the floor mm-hmm. or yo, you, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like different little things, different little things, yeah, yeah. you know, it's interesting. It is interesting. Um, but uh, we have a lot of white listeners, and I'm sure you guys are clean, you know? I mean... I'm sure they... That's the thing, too. Like, sometimes I talk to people. Everyone knows that... Um, I always say I don't have white friends, but I do. Mm-hmm. I'm just delusional. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is the funniest thing, I swear. Oh, my God. I was at work, and all my coworkers listened to the show, and one of my coworkers, white woman, she was like, yeah, every time you say that, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm just I'm That's just I'm like she heard the last social she gets yeah, like whatever yeah. that I feel safe with them so I don't even remember they're white right um um wow yes yeah, whatever mm-hmm. but even when like I'm at work and when I see you on Twitter or something people talk about the dirty shit their coworkers do or the mm-hmm. smells or whatever right. I'm like not to say that I own these people but my whites aren't like that mm-hmm. <laughs> like my mm-hmm. whites mm-hmm. what do you where? right right you know but you know whatever everyone has their own experience like I yeah don't know. it's interesting. And I do work at a really small company. It's not like right. I'm in like this a right. big corporate setting where mm-hmm. I'm, um, where the majority of the people are white people. Mm-hmm. I work in a place where actually white people are the minority, mm-hmm. um, as far as the whole company is concerned. So who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. When you talk about that, I think about my coworkers sometimes, and yeah, sometimes I do look at stuff and I'm like, who do you think is supposed to do this? I feel like a lot of them feel like I could see that I swept the floor. Mm-hmm. Because our new office is, like, on a basement level. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes leaves come in. So, I just yeah. swept to get the leaves up. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? What am I sweeping? Mm-hmm. But any, everyone would sweep in my job. But I did feel this little thing of, like, why am I doing this? Right, <laughs> right. But you know that everyone would sweep at your job. I know that at my job, I feel like, as, mm-hmm. as an assistant, and there are a lot of assistants of color, I feel like we are all treated as if we are the help yeah you know Mm -hmm. so so in my office we have we have building people who Mm -hmm. do like facility shit yeah we have um you know someone who cleans we have somebody who does like office services which will like help set up meetings and set up food and shit like that and i am an assistant that does administrative shit so yeah. you, you should not be looking to me to do any of those already other things. have people in right, that capacity who take right. care of those things however I look like, to them, I look like their nanny. Mm-hmm. I look like the facilities person. Yeah. I look all, all of which are respectable jobs, but that's not what I am. I'm just, yeah. I am, I am. They wouldn't ask the facility person to mm-hmm. um, check the emails and send out exactly. whatever exactly. it is that you do. Ex- why, then why, like, why are you asking yeah. me for a wine opener? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why mm-hmm. are you asking me if we have more cups and more plates if you're not my direct boss? Yeah. You, why are you talking to me? Why are you mm-hmm. looking at me? Why are you at my desk? <laughs> Turn around. Turn around. <laughs> Turn around. Um, which is often my response. <laughs> you know? Somebody asked me for a wine open. I'm like, I don't, I don't. Why are you asking me for one? Did you bring one? You know what I'm saying? So it's this feeling. It's this feeling of this is the class of people that takes care of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so sometimes I do feel like that when it comes to like cleanliness that so even for you know, and everyone, even poor white folks, I feel like some of them did have 
help yeah. and assistance you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like you could still be you could be a poor white family and still have a black lady that came and took care of you on, yeah. in some capacity mm-hmm. and some didn't but i th- i feel like culturally there's this feeling of this is the class that takes care but of but even things. if they didn't so like when you say that you made me think of like because i've a lot of my work life has been in retail mm-hmm. where you're in these spaces where you just assume that people who look like this are there to help you yes. even if you didn't even, even if, if you didn't come from a background yes. where you had help in your house right like i would dead ass be in a store like i do not have on a red mm-hmm. um i don't mm-hmm. have on a red polo shirt and khaki pants yep. why do you think i work at target yep why are you asking me? For I was sitting help? sitting for my prom in Bloomingdale's, trying on a pair of shoes, sitting in my outside clothes, trying on a pair of shoes, and some other bitch who was trying on a pair of shoes asked me for a shoe size. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Shit like it's that. Just stuff like that. Because just... I am. Yes. Yeah, this is the you're... group of people mm-hmm. who are the people who are supposed to help this other yeah. group of people. Yeah. Anyway. That's fucking horrible. Yeah, it is. It no, is. I'm just picturing you sitting down, trying on shoes. As a 17-year-old. And your feet are large. Okay. I was 18 by then. My feet are know. huge. You, like, you're, like, yeah. I'm just picturing it. Like, yeah. not, I don't know why I brought up your foot size. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, uh, for because my... it's for already, my, it's already for, traumatic. For my visual, it was right. just like, you take... Right. Yeah, because I had this huge bare foot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm like. trying on a sandal <laughs> with a huge brown, yellow bare foot. And you come to me asking me for a no size. size. Like, why am I barefoot, bitch? Why would I get you a size because i and and you know how traumatic that is we're all it's prom season we're all supposed to be here enjoying yeah. trying on shoes mm-hmm. with or without our parents or whatever the fuck is going on and now i have to deal with this racist thing yes. mm-hmm. you know what I, mean? I have to be reminded of this before i fucking go back to the bronx with hopefully a pair of shoes that i got to yeah. go to my prom mm-hmm. i have to deal with your fucking racist bridge and tunnel ass yeah, i used to do that all the time working retail <laughs> like someone i'm like she don't work here <laughs> like right. if I was see, like right. she don't she don't work mm-hmm. here, and then mm-hmm. me and the black person is like what the mm-hmm. fuck? Like she is obviously she obviously is like looks like a shopper. A she shopper. has on a fucking coat. Yep. it's two degrees yes. outside. I don't have on a yes. coat. She has on a coat. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck are you asking her? Because we don't get to look like customers. Mm-mm. We don't get to look like people who deal with email <laughs> we <laughs> we are always the help whatever it yeah. is mm-hmm. we're the help it's at, at least once a week in talking to my friends about something that has happened to work at work yeah i say to them i'm i'm not your fucking nanny yeah. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like in recounting a story like i am not the nanny nothing wrong with the nanny i love the nanny yeah I i'm, am not I'm the just nanny. not that right and and it also speaks to i think probably how we treat the nanny you yeah. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like She's not a slave. You know what I'm saying? Mm. She's not. She's at work. She's at work. She's doing a job. She's, she's providing a service. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's a respectable not respectable service. Exactly. That's not her station in, in life. It's not nannyhood. You know what you I'm saying? You just let me flash back to that time. Oh, God. <laughs> it's back to the pink pussy hat? Yes. Remember? Oh, my God. Wait, um, let me see her, that lady outside. <laughs> let me see her. Said that her. I can't. I don't want to go back there. Let's, let's just move on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we should remind the listeners. Okay, real I guess quick, we remind, we, we talked there. about it a few shows ago. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there was. I don't know what the march was. For. It was Women March stuff, but march. not the Women March. Oh, was it was it? like I think it was. It was like the women's. Um, it was like International Women's Day or something like that. It wasn't the Women's March. It okay. was Women's March. The organizers doing something else with women. Oh, shit. Okay. I think it was International Women's Day, and then all the women we were supposed to not go to work to show the world. Oh, maybe what, what it would be like if women didn't work. Okay. Blah, blah blah blah. This white bitch. Just to remind you guys, and just so you can understand why I just got thrown off like this. I'm shaking my head. Excuse me. So angry. States, and I'm paraphrasing. 
that her nanny made it possible. Her nanny worked to make it possible for her to come. And I'm here for my I'm here for my nanny, you know. It's because who, of her. It's because of her that I'm able to be here. <laughs> and like, what? what? It was the, and the way that she phrased it, it was like, how about this is International Women's Day and we're supporting and and putting forward women who are silenced and don't have a voice how about you take take your your million dollar behind home home. watch your kids and let your nanny come yeah out how about that how about that you know what i'm saying (sighs) anyway fuck fuck that bitch for life fuck the racist roommate Mm -hmm. and all that shit yeah and like be dirty at your house. This goes for everyone. If you want to be dirty at your house, be dirty at your house. If you Just want, don't invite me. If you want that wet bologna smell to come <laughs> through your pores, you know, eat as much bologna as you like. But that's the thing, I mean, too. whatever you eat comes out of your pores. But I think our relationship, I know my relationship, probably yours growing up black and thinking about the gays, mm-hmm. um, gays, mm-hmm. what is G- it? G-A-Z. Mm-hmm. Um, is why I feel bad when stuff is a mess or okay. why I feel bad when like i feel like my life is out of order mm-hmm. and it's just like no naima there's just like a few pairs of shoes thrown around right and this is i feel a, like that sometimes and I'm like, too right my life is right, look at this. right and it's right. like is it really or mm-hmm. are you just like you didn't feel like picking it up mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know yeah yeah. So okay. Which is a part of why I love Not like I took a shit in the middle of the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the woman who um who I use for housekeeping sometimes, she has said that to me when I'm saying, you know, this happens and that happens. She's like, Of course, you're living. Yeah. You live in a small space. You're, she is like such a great mm-hmm. she's great at that. That's what she does. That's mm-hmm. what she likes to do, or whatever, as her job, you know, and she said that or whatever. Um But it is it is it is a service. Like, she provides an amazing... Sir, even the comfort of telling me, this is okay. Like, she knows she's yeah. looking at another black woman and she's yeah. telling me, this, this is, is okay. Yeah. Like, don't... You know, I'll take care of this for you. Don't worry about this. This is okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And anyway, I just bring that up to say that this it's an invaluable service that these people provide. It is a job. It is not a station in life. Yeah. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Oh, and I was trying to say, yes, eat mad bologna. Smell like bologna. Do whatever you want. But also be mindful that... It's a it's a job that people are doing. So if you're at work, don't put your food in the sink. Put it in the trash. You know what I'm saying? Just people don't be a nasty. Sink? People are fucking nasty. Don't be nasty. That's that's how I wanted to end this. Don't be a fucking nasty fuck. Oh my god! I okay? feel like my bubble, my black bubble, was really good because my white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I said it, and I said it in a meeting one time. I was like, listen, I'm here to refill supplies and be of a support to everyone or whatever. I am not the maid and when you leave things about it makes me feel like the expectation is for me to clean up after you so please clean up after yourself and i started that with this is embarrassing to say i don't want to say it i shouldn't Mm -hmm. have to say it but i did because y'all grown yeah and it doesn't just feel like oh this is a fucked up thing that's happening at work it feels racist you know what i'm saying yeah like because it feels Mm -hmm. yes that because because i feel like because it is it's a microaggression it is it is because there are white girl assistants that are not treated that way Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying they're treated as fucking assistants that do email work (laughs) guess what the year 2017 is what is 2017 it is a year that we give black women our money yes 
Your money? Your yes. money for what? I don't know, but I know we are black women. We are black women. We produce content. We do create and produce content. And we would like your money. That's right. We would like your money. So, like she said, it's 2017. We have a lot of plans for this year, and we need your help to build and grow. We want to thank everybody who's been donating to our PayPal, and we just wanted to encourage anyone who hasn't to pop off and throw us a little yes. bit of money in the yes. collection plate. We appreciate yes. you. Yes. And show your appreciation to us with that. Yep. Go to TeaWithQueenAndJay.com. Go to the no- donation button. Press it. And give black women your money. That's right. You can also go straight to PayPal at PayPal.me backslash TeaWithQJ. Yes. Money. Yeah. We're going to get some money. Scream. Get the money. So we got some tea mail. Tea mail? Yes. Um, if you want to send us T-mail, we are always welcome to that. Um, you can send us T-mail by going to twithqueenandj at gmail.com. Who I don't, yeah, do that. Send us an email. Ask us a question. Give us a big up. Um, and yeah. Libations, whatever. Yeah. Here for it. All right. Send so us some money. <laughs> send us. <laughs> Give us your fucking money. <laughs> um, all right. So we got... T-mail from, I'm going to leave this one anonymous. Okay. I see see your name. We thank you. We libate you. We appreciate you. I'm going to leave it anonymous for now. For now. Yeah. I'm just joking. Right, right. (laughs) Um, All right. So, email goes, have either, oh, question for your show. Have either of you ever had your, quote, race card revoked by someone for behaving or thinking in a way that person deems, quote, not black for things like enjoying manga um, an anime, listening to rock music, talking, quote, white, etc. Do you know of other, quote, alternative black people who have experienced this? Um, oh, that's the end. That's the end. Are you, okay. are you all right? Yeah, I have. I'm like, I'm going to go on Facebook. I'm not experiencing okay. this letter. Oh, again. you didn't relive it? Mm-mm. Okay. So thank I will. you. First, I'll say thank you for the letter. Thanks for the letter. And I also want to say that we have listeners of all ages and all you know some people listen to one maybe that was you know just listen to one episode yeah. sorry sorry i'm just thro- you're, you're doing your all. thing i'm doing my thing i don't give a fuck before it happens i don't give a fuck okay. i will start with this this is not about the letter this makes right. me think about something that might happen at work okay so um she didn't put my black card white white co-worker she didn't put my black card mm-hmm. but um we play music in the office and for some reason i confused a stevie wonder song with luther vandross mm-hmm. and she was like mm. Naima mm. and I was like did you just put my black card and we all laughed right um I just but, to say you, but you said it's a non-black person yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. and then when I said it she's like I could never do that I'm a white girl like, I can't you know mm-hmm. pull your black card that right. was a joke so that's the only time I've had anyone kind of been like when I was like on like some yeah. um, is yeah. you black mm-hmm. because you can't confuse Stevie Wonder and Luther right. Vandross right, like, right, right you just can't do that mm-hmm. now back to the letter I had to do that to make myself yeah mellow out um I don't remember your name. Keep it anonymous. So, mm-hmm. I want to know how many episodes of this show you have listened to. Yeah. Because we talk often about us not liking the idea of the special black or what you seem to call the alternative black person. I right. Don't, I don't they know. did put it in quotes. Um, Yeah, we don't do that here. Um, but We don't you, fuck with that shit. Like, right. we don't believe in the special black or the alternative black person or... Her and I don't believe in, we feel that the mainstream makes black people feel there are things that are not popular for black people to do so that we can pigeonhole ourselves and think that black people are just one thing. Mm -hmm. Like we don't follow that train of thought at all. Right. So Um, it's kind of, I'm kind of taken aback 
buy the question mm-hmm. yeah so for somebody so again maybe if you've only listened to maybe one or two episodes of this show so when we talk about special blacks um we talk about people who like queen said have been um who the media has decided that this is what black people do and if you fall outside of that, this then you're quote unquote alternative or you're quote unquote a special black yeah. um if you are a young black professional and you're a fucking special kind of motherfucker and you need special fucking services and you need to go to special fucking places and wear special fucking clothes yeah. if you are a black person that's into punk rock manga anime whatever the fuck that you're into then you're alternative because it's not an uh, and i'm air quoting all as yes, i speak yes. every fucking word you're alternative because it's not a lot of black people who are in the shit into the shit that you're into but these are all messages from white folks yeah this, these that's are white all, supremacy exactly these are all messages from um white mainstream media the white majority um the uh ruling class the control structure the system white supremacist patriarchal capitalism and so there are two pieces to this there are people often children right because there are children who um take in this media this white supremacist patriarchal capitalistic media um, through cartoons and things are getting better now of course but we know that white media is still a thing um it, take this it in. is the thing it it's is only the thing. it's only now right not even now because every black people have been doing this or creating mm-hmm. content to deter that yeah. but we just always get stomped out yeah. um but yeah so white that's is the thing mm-hmm. yeah. just um and so we know that children often do this to one another and say well what are you doing that's not black mm-hmm. and you know we'll we'll taunt each other with that um I had this conversation. I'll get to that later. Uh-huh. But but this is something that's popular that people perhaps who are different have experienced in high school yeah. or, you know, with, with elementary school, whatever the fuck. Uh-huh. Um, and the hope is that as we all get older, both sides grow out of that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We, we grow outside of feeding into... Because you grow and you, you learn. Grow. So we grow outside of feeding into... Um, the white supremacist construct that black people are just this one thing um, because they want us to think that we're the only one who went to college. We're the only one who reads these types of books. We're the only one who likes this type of music or whatever. When maybe in your town, you're one of few black people. So you really don't know what other black people yeah. are doing. You know and, what I'm saying? And I want to add, I remember, I think it was our last a few episodes ago mm-hmm. where you where you connected how that's abuse, how they the right. same ways of which people we know of abuse or domestic abuse, the person isolates you, makes you feel alone, yes. makes you feel you have no community, mm-hmm. makes you feel you have nowhere to go. That is manifesting when people are what we like to call here, the right. special black, when they're right. doing that thing. Like, you're not mm-hmm. alone. There's there's a community mm-hmm. for you out there. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if you're in a place where there's less black people, you have to look a little more. Right. But that is a tool of white supremacy yes, yes, and that abuse yes. to make, to you, make you feel like you're alone. There's no you're, one else like you. Yes. You're the only one. And so, you know, just go with the main flow. Just hang out with the white people doing this thing. Yeah. Don't try and connect with any black folks because that's where the power is when you connect. Yeah. And so the the good thing is now we have the internet, yes. right? And so I'm a part of well, whole ass. Not as much what? as before that stupid law that passed. Oh my God. I'm a part of whole ass <laughs> groups um, of people of color cosplay, yeah. of, you know, mm-hmm. blurs, of people of color doing all the types of theater. There's fucking Afropunk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, 
and there are there are things within that you know some people like to say oh it's not as punk or whatever like you can find uh, thousands of black motherfuckers who like the shit that you like you can no matter what it is they exist they exist they exist right so for me personally i do want to i do want to um get to the questions i don't want to be dismissive because i will say also that uh queen and myself grew up around other black people um i live in a black bubble live in a black <laughs> bubble right i grew up around other black people and so me and my siblings like i had siblings and mm-hmm. so we enjoyed the same things we enjoyed hip-hop we enjoyed rock and roll shit you know whatever was fucking popular at the time we enjoyed yeah. that shit you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying um we enjoyed comic books we enjoyed what's that thing they say black people like only hip-hop basketball yeah we enjoyed those things too but i I did have siblings who enjoyed whatever nerd shit that i also enjoyed or whatever so i I didn't have to look for community elsewhere but i've worked in the bronx and i've walked there was in the south bronx a comic book shop and i went in there i was working at a school at the time i went in there after school because i was just walking around just to look at comic shit and there was a whole community of kids playing whatever the fucking popular like nerd card game was that was their after school session they were doing that because we do shit like that. there's gamers in the fucking hood yes. you know what i'm saying like all of yes. these not yes. like these people they are, exist they exist they i exist. do want to add that even if it's not um i'm thinking about my childhood and how there were things that you traditionally wouldn't think um well white supremacy would make you think that black right. children would be into like i was a gymnast every like, time i turn around you're I telling me into, some shit that you were doing i said oh did you know I did no gymnastics. i know i know oh, but okay. that's on the list of things oh, okay. I, I didn't learn that until gymnast. fairly recently um, i was very into figure skating my mother just couldn't right. find like places for me to learn mm-hmm. how to figure skate the sports that were generally on in my house were not fucking basketball and right. shit i didn't learn i didn't was into basketball till later like mm-hmm. we were watching fucking diving and mm-hmm. you know the stuff that is generally not connected to right. Um, that, but I never thought of it in that way. Like we're doing these new special things that right. other black people don't do because yeah. my parents didn't present it in that way. Mm-hmm. It was just like dad's into swimming, so we'd be watching diving mm-hmm. and swimming and blah 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 blah. Right. Like you know, like dad is into track. Like mm-hmm. my, my dad was into a lot of individual sports. He wasn't mm-hmm. really into um group sports right. or whatever. So those are the, a lot of the sports like that I watched as a kid. Mm-hmm. But generally, you don't suffer track. Well, not. Usually not long distance when it mm-hmm. comes to track, but it's these spaces where you generally don't see lots of black people. Right. Those are the sports that we watch in my house. But I appreciate the fact that my parents, I don't know if it was a conscious or whatever, mm-hmm. they just turned it on. It wasn't like we do these different things. Mm-hmm. Well, because they're not special black, they're just regular ass black <laughs> yeah, people. Exactly. They like yeah. swimming or whatever we they were into. Oh, right. let's take Naima to gymnastics. They didn't they weren't acting like they were being these different kind of mm-hmm. blacks and I make sure my daughter has a different life. No, she has gymnastics. She likes watching this on TV. Yeah. If I could find it, I'ma make sure she does it mm-hmm. type of thing. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, like I think a lot of times too when it comes to how the media influences us and the community influences us. It's also how stuff is presented to you. Mm-hmm. These things weren't presented to me as like, you are going to be a better black because you do these right. things and you have these experiences. Yes. It was just like, I noticed that you like tumbling. So mm-hmm. let's, you know, like mm-hmm. that type mm-hmm. of thing. So I yeah. think that helps too, that we yeah. weren't presented these things by our parents our community our family as some like oh you're into that oh that makes you special right yeah (laughs) yeah you're right wherever we were my mother would tell us where the comic book shop was Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying she was at bronx community no she was at borough manhattan community college Mm -hmm. and she had 
three kids. So sometimes we would be with her. She'd be yeah. like, oh, go down to so-and-so, whatever. You can, like, whatever. Like, we mm-hmm. didn't wander in. She told us where to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, she directed us there because that's something that she likes. And we like it, too. Yeah. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't this, it wasn't this, like... I never thought, ooh, I'm doing something weird and alternative. What I did find as I was getting older, as like when I got into my 20s and realized, oh, I don't really have friends that are into this, that I could like find people online. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's how I got connected into like, oh shit, it's black girl nerds doing shit. Yeah. Oh shit, fam, it's fam bros. This is like right up my alley mm-hmm. or whatever. So anyway, but I, I did want to say, like I said, we grew up um, amongst predominantly black folks. Yeah. And so sometimes I do speak... Um, there was a conversation on Facebook about um, cosplayers, you know, walking around and what it's like at being a black cosplayer and being judged within your community if you're headed to your car or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck or whatever. And I, it was bothering me because when I leave, a lot of times I'll go, I have a friend in Harlem who helps me get ready for, with cosplay stuff. Mm-hmm. And I leave his house and walk to the train and I get mad love mm-hmm. from all types of black people. Yeah. They were, oh, what are you doing? Oh, that's cool. It doesn't yeah. matter what time of year it is. I look like an asshole. It's not <laughs> Halloween. It's random and old people are fucking with it. Mm-hmm. You know, all types. So that... Um, it bothered me that they were acting like, like, like black folks were not, would not be accepting of this. Uh-huh. Um, but then as we talked about it more, some of these smaller places, yeah, you see about, something yeah. weird. It's, it's like, like, yo, what the fuck? Cause I know for me, doing? like I'm, you know, everyone knows I'm not into cosplay. Right. But when I first really started, I knew cosplay was a thing, but when I knew it was like a thing thing, mm-hmm. um, years ago, I guess someone was going to Comic-Con and I seen someone who was like, why is this demon walking up 145th street? Well, that's demons are scary. <laughs> <laughs> right, it, like, right, it probably right. wasn't even a demon. Yeah. My interpretation of whatever this thing was right. was a demon. Yeah. So I remember I took a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is forever ago because I put it on, like, I don't do stuff like this on mm-hmm. Facebook. I put it on Facebook, like, what the fuck is this in Harlem? Like, right, what is this? Right. And then my friend Louie, who you know, and a mm-hmm. few other people that I know from high school, was like, oh, they're going to Comic Con. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, is this like a thing? Okay, let me right. erase this because right. let me not, like, you know, look ignorant. Yeah, not, yeah. not even I don't want to ignorant. I'm, look, I'm making fun of somebody for doing something they enjoy, right. is what I realized. Right, where right, before right, I just right, thought right. I even though that's what it was like yeah. why would they be walking around like that yeah. but for me I was ignorant to mm-hmm. people doing that to mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. a way to enjoy it. Yeah. I'm I the reason why I'm attracted to cosplay even though I don't do it is that I really enjoy seeing adults playing because mm-hmm. um, I'll play generally has to do with alcohol and fucking right. food right, and right, that's right. F- fucking it mm-hmm. so it's nice to see a space where adults are yeah. playing but I even didn't that's know what like that exposure then. right yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah if you don't and it goes back to possibility models if you don't know that you could do this exactly. shit exactly like and, and kind of to speak to this um, like the racist aspect of this or whatever I as a black woman that enjoyed this stuff and you know was into it i didn't know that there were spaces where i would be welcome because there were spaces where i knew i wasn't welcome you know what i'm saying there Mm -hmm. were there were white men doing this shit and i knew that i wasn't welcome there or there were there were black men doing this shit and i knew that i wasn't because of the vibe that i was given Mm -hmm. so learning seeing possibility models seeing spaces where you know you could be welcome or whatever and the option to do more shit and that kind of just brings me to when you are in a place where adults, let's bring it to adults, I guess, because I, I assume this is something people experience. Mm-hmm. They keep talking about it or whatever. Um, a lot of that has to do with ignorance and not ignorant in a bad way, but just like people really don't know the possibilities. People really don't know that, yeah, there are adults cosplaying. There are adults into anime. There are yeah. adults into rock and roll. And so I guess I challenge you 
when it comes from people within your community, since you know the shit that we deal with, yeah. I challenge you, if if again we're talking about adults, I challenge you to share with whatever adult is questioning the shit that you're into, like, oh yeah, this is something that I enjoy or whatever. You should check out such and such. You might yeah. like you might like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You know what I'm exactly. saying? In- instead of taking it as a how dare you not be fully accepting of the shit that I do? Because the same white supremacy, it's all white supremacy. It is. If you encounter a black person that is trying to um revoke your black card because you like rock and roll or because you like something that that the white man has told all black folks that black Black people people aren't into has told everyone that black people don't into if you encounter somebody who questions that or whatever you can let them know oh yeah this is something that i like now you know a black person that does this or whatever Mm -hmm. this is here try 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 this add this this. to blackness yeah it's basically what you can because it exists because it does exist um and if you are someone who thinks that you are the only black person that's into this stuff i challenge you to go online and find other groups and connect with folks um that are into what you're into you know what i mean Mm because even in the in the facebook groups i'm into i still i do see um people talking about these experiences but i sometimes i wonder if there are ten thousand of us in this facebook group why are we focused on the two people that asked you you know what kind of black person likes whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you like you know what i'm saying you have this whole community of people that fuck with you don't focus on the white supremacy a lot lot of people we we said this i remember when we were talking about that show once on netflix the 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 comic thing the black guy um it's in harlem um sorry i don't know i don't know in harlem pull up your pants sucker Um, (laughs) (laughs) nigga you go that oh luke cage luke cage thank you i'm saying all of this i am not they were shooting by my job the other day um yeah we were all like oh okay Mm -hmm. um but no at first we thought something really happened Mm -hmm. and then like oh okay okay. yeah um but what was my thought oh when we were talking about that show and how we weren't really into it luke cage a lot of people's or it seems as if their blackness is attached to reacting to white supremacy, not actually mm-hmm. like blackness and cultivating shit and, right. and, and saying this is what I am. It's, right. it's saying I am the opposite of white, which is mm-hmm. not what blackness is. Right. So it seems like that type of mm-hmm. thing happening. Yeah. Rather than being around all these fucking black nerds and let's just talk about our black nerd room, you're mm-hmm. like, let's talk about the other shit. Yeah. And it's just like, what? Yeah. Yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to make sure that we did speak to the question. I do know of other black people. You, you had alternative black people in quotes, but they don't exist. Yeah, those it's don't just, exist. It's just black people. We know black people who are into lots of things. Yes, yes. yes. And and we know black people who have experienced um, what I like to call nerd trauma. And that is mm-hmm. like being singled out for doing something maybe that's different or yeah. being, being obsessed with something that's not hip hop or basketball or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and And... A part of co- overcoming that is yeah. acknowledging that that's white supremacy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When black people are doing that to you, that's white supremacy. Yes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. So I hope we answered your question. Hit us back. Thank you so much for listening. Let us Thank know you if you so have much. any more um, questions along that or a follow-up question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will get my Luther Vandross Stevie Wonder songs together. I don't know you why. better figure it out. Are we taking why. your black card? I don't know why. I mixed we will them. take I was like, are you playing Luther? Card. All the white people looked up at me like, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Luther does. I don't, I don't know why I mixed it up. I just, mm. I don't know. Unless you hear, <laughs> then it's not Luther. I don't know why I thought that. All right. Sorry, I like doing so, that. So, I know. I was like, I'm just going to let you fly. I'm just going to let you do your thing. We could get into this moment and...
Black, Black hair. Moment in black hair. Have you heard of this new hair game? Have you heard of a new hair game? Yeah, I don't remember the name of it. It's called Hair Nah. I love it. (laughs) It's great. I seen someone tag us in it, and I think I seen it on Facebook. I played it briefly. Okay, Mm -hmm. I guess explain what it is. So Hair Nah, if you go to hairnah.com, it's uh, H-A-I-R Nah, H-A-I-R nah.com um and it's basically a game where there's a black woman and she is just trying to get to the fucking airport or wherever she's trying to go it's a a travel game yeah and people keep trying to touch her hair yes white hands yes that's be specific everybody is touching her hair they're all up and through right you're right yeah they're all white hands they're all well they're yeah white different shades of white. i know they're all white hands i played it they're all white hands and she and the object of the game is to swat these hands away Mm -hmm. and you get points based on how many you could swat yeah i didn't play it that long i got frustrated playing the game because it was just one white hand right <laughs> there's always <laughs> was, one. yes and i there's got angry i think i one. got angry because i thought about black being a black person in white spaces mm-hmm. but like so you see hands coming from the sides of the face coming towards the sides of the face mm-hmm. so those are easy to swat you just right. bop, bop, bop. but then there's one hand that came from up above like yes. forehead for some reason sorry for some reason i couldn't really swat it was like the way the hands go mm-hmm. was like this and it was like that one it was like it felt like white supremacy like this one yeah. hand that i just couldn't knock out the way because of the positioning right. of the hand it was right. like for me it represented yes. systematic oppression yes. and i just got annoyed and stopped yes. playing again let me tell you a black girl hit me with that angle yesterday <laughs> i was <laughs> sitting at my like, desk and a black that girl came in right just like i love your hair ah, ah. i'm like why don't you know to at least ask me i let black people touch my hair just ask me i was like this is what queen was talking about yes this is why this is why we can't have nice things she was yes. very young though I like, so i got frustrated this? by that hand mm-hmm. that one hand that would come over your forehead yes. kind of in the yes. way the hands or position you couldn't really swat it mm-hmm. so i felt like it was just a representation of white supremacy right systematic right, white supremacy, right, right. supremacy and because of my positioning of my hands mm-hmm. i couldn't do anything yeah, about yeah, that yeah. one and i kind of got annoyed and depressed and i was like funny. no i'm not playing this anymore that is funny but yeah i probably made it too deep but no no that fucking hand so <laughs> the game was created by momo pixel um and you can follow her at momo is it pixel or pixels that is a little important. Oh, I know. That fucking hand, though. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. With the hand. Okay. Yeah. So she's on Instagram at Momo Pixels. Um, M-O-M-O-P-I-X-E-L-S. Um, but, yeah, if you go to hairnow.com, you can play the game. She says she created it because she constantly heard stories of black women having their hair their hair touched um by unsolicited white hands uh it's happened to her she said it happened to her while she was creating the game but if you check her out on instagram while she was creating the game (laughs) like bitch yes i'm sitting here creating a game about this experience and it's happening right now um but i love her instagram uh I'm looking at it now. Description. It's really, it's yeah. Really so it's her Instagram description is I turn bad things into good art. And that's basically what this is. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's cool. And it reminds motherfuckers of what we deal with as black women with people reaching their freaking fingers into our hair without permission. At least, yo, at minimum fucking ass so we can tell you no. 
I remember, Please just ask. I've never like two times where I'm um, like something was in my hair, and this is why I really like my whites. Mm-hmm. I sound weird saying that, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I had something <laughs> in my hair, and they'll check me. They'll listen. This is um, Queen. She likes her whites. <laughs> and I had something in my hair, and I was like, oh, there's something in your hair. And it was just like that. And I was like, mm-hmm. can you get it for me? In my mind, I thought like right. when you say something in your hair, you just get it. But they yeah. were like, something in your hair. You let me know. And I, I was mean, like, can you get it? And I was like, okay. And then funny. Yeah. <laughs> to take it out. That's how you do but, it. Um, that's how you do it. Yeah. Because I didn't think about yeah. it today. Like, oh, I get it. Because mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. would have just been like, something in your hair, girl. And right. you would have just like, right, wasted right, right, like right. whatever. Uh-huh. But I was talking like, yeah. to somebody. I was talking to somebody at work about this experience. And this white girl at the job overheard. Um, she's... Yeah, I would call her white, but she's not American. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was explaining that this is a phenomenon. She was like, wait, what? <laughs> and she's been here for years. <laughs> but just like the fact that you could like go in existence knowing that black women, like not knowing that this happens to black women all the time, like mm-hmm. every day. Yes, people, they, they love fucking touching our hair. Somebody even said to me one time, can I touch your hair or is it like Solange? I know, I remember you told me that. Like, and I bitch, was like, if you what? know the reference, bitch. Why what the fuck? Fun? Why are you asking me? No, don't touch it. Why are you making this awkward? We're having after work drinks. Oh gosh. You anyway. were drinking. Oh yeah, that's right. You were drinking. I was drinking. You're trying to have a good time. <sighs> you um, just want to make me get love and hip hop, don't you? Right? <laughs> oh my gosh. That is annoying. So yes, yeah, so the game is lit. Be sure to play it. Hairnot.com. While mm-hmm. we're doing this moment in black hair, Miss Universe Jamaica. Yes. showed out uh she's the second runner-up of miss universe 2017 her name is davina but davina bennett and she showed up rocking a badass afro the whole time the i don't know if that's time. the first i i had never seen an afro yeah, i don't follow miss pageants universe. so i would yeah. have no idea but right, this is right. the one that i noticed yeah it's notable and especially for um a miss universe to get that far with mm-hmm. an afro to be second runner-up with yeah. a, a black ass mm-hmm. afro is a big deal um, she's gorgeous. Hopefully, she's also smart. I don't know. I didn't watch it, but I think that's a requirement <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> but she's Miss Jamaica, so big ups to that shit. I ride with it either way. She could be, she could be dumb as rocks. I don't even, I didn't, even, I didn't even think about her smarts. I was just like Afro. Like that's I didn't even care about yeah. her brain. I did uh-huh. not care. Yeah. Like I'm sure there's a brain under there. Um, we all have brains. <laughs> well, do we though? We all have brains. Do we? Let's pay black women. Though. Let's pay black women. Give me your fucking money. <laughs> pay black women. It's a short story. I'm trying to. I want to start using um, menstrual cups. I like it. Um, so I've been like researching. I asked if you follow me on the social media, you know that I've asked Facebook. Like, what are your mm-hmm. like stories or whatever? Um, which and then which then turns as one of the people who in that comment wrote an article from Vixen telling you how to do it. Oh, nice. Um, which was actually really fun. Uh, I guess there's some trolling method, and she was like, fuck that shit, and she introduced another mm-hmm. method, and a lot of the readers were, like, into it. So one of the readers of the article, who was also a listener of the show, um, their name is Dane K. Intellectual, and... Um, oh, I think it's the in- the intellectual. The intellectual. Okay. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. That makes way more sense than mm-hmm. what I just fucking said. <laughs> I read phonetically, so that's why I'm like, Dane K. Tell like that one. That's funny. Um, And and I can barely read, so I'm breaking it down (laughs) fucking word by word. The intellectual. Yeah. Um, yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. See, this is why this is a duo. This podcast. is why it works, so. <laughs> this is why Um, it works. yeah, so she introduced me to NeneFemHealth.com. Oh yes, that's the one that makes the wash I was talking about before. Oh, 
okay. Yeah. Well, so she hooked me up with that, and I brought a menstrual cup from. Oh, her. you did? Yay. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't used it yet. Uh huh. Um, because I have to period. Mm-hmm. But um, I ordered a menstrual cup from her, and I paid a black woman because it's black woman. Mm-hmm. She has it. I believe her name is Narissa. Um. Yeah. So I'm just excited about that, and I'm. Thank you to what's her name again? The intellectual. The, in, the intellectual uh-huh. for introducing me to this black woman who yes. sells menstrual cups. So yes. It's, I'm, it's been with black women that I'm trying to figure out this mm-hmm. menstrual cup thing. And it's great that my first menstrual it. club is by it. black women. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So. She sells a bunch of stuff. She's also she does the have, same. Yeah, I've seen one. Yeah, this is the stuff. woman who does um, Yoni Popping. Uh, yeah, she, she has Moni. She has over. Yoni starter um, kits. Yeah, yeah. All of that shit. I'm, no, I just want to, you know, collect my blood. <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah good. But, and then it's not expensive they're 17 dollars mm-hmm. um they have two sizes a size small is for if you um everyone has different vaginas mm-hmm. but well that, what is it called in there oh it doesn't matter gaping hole <laughs> <laughs> if you have a gaping hole you can use the large so they're small and large um smaller generally for women who have never given birth Large is generally for women who have given birth before because vaginas change and all that shit like that. Mm -hmm. So I purchased a small. For some reason in my mind, I thought I needed a large because, you know, I don't know. Could you be out here? Um, I just assumed. I was like, I need a large because I be doing my thing. Um, but have you ever taken two dicks at once? Um, so um. Sorry. No, but I realized I was like patriarchy, making me think that because I've had all these penises, right. I mean, my vagina is like big. Yes. But when she was like childbirth, I'm like, uh, duh, makes right. sense. I haven't right. had a head fucking yes. come Push out of my way. vagina. Yes. Um, or or two dicks in um, your vagina once. No, nah, I've never had that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be great. It's just Wouldn't that it? how black men are so fucking homophobic. I know. Like, they have how to am I get two dicks together? Yeah, how am I get two dicks in my vagina? Yeah, y'all so <sighs> whack. Gosh. Anyway. But yeah, so mm-hmm. I will have a menstrual cup in my vagina at some point. Okay, that's awesome. Update you guys. I want to hear all about it. Cup journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's only like I said, it's only seventeen dollars. Uh-huh. Um, it's a white girl at my job that was supposed to tell me how that went for her, but then she told me that she went to Europe and they all thought she was black and it was so fun. So I stopped talking to her. Okay, you know what? I'm over her now. Awesome. Yes. But yeah, so tell me how that works out. Yeah, I will definitely. I love it. I love it. I love it. And we'll put that link in the show notes. I use their they're washed oh you do yeah yeah that's the wash that i use she all in our vagina i like that this black woman is all in our vagina oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah she's like the goat that shit sold out i was trying to get the wash for the fucking with the coupon with the Mm -hmm. the holiday or whatever nah son sold i was like oh i'll wait you know until they have the coupon and then i woke up to do it the next day and the shit was already sold out i was like wow this is some funky bullshit All right. Well, they're not funky. You are. I'm funky because they they got the badge <laughs> wash, and I'm out here with the regular soap on my badge, oh, burning gosh. it. No, I'm just kidding. I still have some left. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to use regular soap on. I your know that, team. but I'm <laughs> sitting here burning my badge in the shower. Fire crotch. Frying, <laughs> frying my crotch. Frying fire crotch. Oh gosh. All right. Okay. So let's get into news. That's, that's not news. In a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor. In a world where people respect Don Lemon. Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways. With a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news that's not news. Um, so news that's not news is a segment where we present news stories 
give news stories um, that aren't mainstream news stories or we give a perspective that isn't the mainstream perspective. And we have our own show, so we just do what the fuck we do. We do what want. we want. What's the news? So, the news is there is this app that lets you bail black people out of prison. I love it. Already. Um, It's called, but it's with your spare change. So, right. it was created by a man named Courtney Ziegel. Um, it's called Appalition.us. Um, I, that's the website, but then you can also get the app on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And where do Android people buy apps? Wherever Android, yeah, wherever Android. Apps. <laughs> I don't know apps, where y'all get there. apps at. We don't live that life. So basically, the way the apps work is that you sign up for the app. It's really, really quick. I didn't do it. I'm going based on the article. Mm-hmm. Um, you sign up for the app. You connect your bank account, and then it rounds the round to the nearest dollar. So it's your spare change that is what you're donating. Mm. Um, you could pause it. You could stop it. You could only do it for a month and stop or whatever. Um, so the money is. You're donating the money, and then eventually that money is used to bail people out of jail and prison and stuff like that. Love that. He said that he was, um, let me read a piece from the article. I think I'm going to do this. Mm. Okay. Um, this is a quote from Courtney. I was inspired by the work of natural of national bailout and their work in bringing together black-led community bail funds to provide relief for black folks who needed support. So this was his way to make it something more that kept going on. on that was an ongoing thing mm-hmm. that people can do without even... Because even for me, I always say I want to donate a lot, but I don't generally think about donating. Mm-hmm. Um, you're very good at that. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Right. So, like, something like this where I'm, like, as I'm living my day-to-day, my mm-hmm. money is going towards something would, mm-hmm. pop, would probably work better for me. Yeah. I don't know what would work. Sometimes I donate and it'd be like, your account balance is at zero. No. Nope. want to give. <laughs> well, that's money management. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't I don't know if I could do this because I already I, I got my own Well, problems. I do those things already when it comes to, I have saving apps like that mm-hmm. where I'm, like, um, like, I need to buy a dresser. So, I have it so that it does that and mm-hmm. the money goes. But I'm even yeah. thinking about I'm, it and We're going to have to talk it. about that because I had one and they switched up their whole system and that shit is not oh there's a new one asked, yeah i think okay. i had one and they switched up to one i'm like yeah nah, son. yeah then, let's yeah. let's talk I can't okay well. All right, great. um so in that way um i like it um yeah i will say but it's because of white supremacy that i don't trust a lot of donate type of things right. anywhere so that could be a reason why i don't as forthcoming as other people may um do mm-hmm. but um I have to break that cycle for myself. So I think this is another way for me to easily do it because it's like a few cents, you know, like mm-hmm. here and, you know, whatever, here and there and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's pretty cool. So visit like Appalachian.us if you want the app. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll put the link to that in the show notes. Yes. Thank you, yo. You're fucking lit. Welcome. All right. Are you ready to throw motherfuckers in the pit? All the time. All right. I mean, yeah. Let's- Everybody strap in. I'm about to open some fucking windows. The new triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. So, The Pit. The Pit is the segment where we throw people in it. It is. The deplorables, as Jay likes to say. That's right. Yep. The The people people who make this world a horrible place to be. That's who goes in the pit. They are the opposite of libations. Mm -hmm. They destroy our black joy that's right they do or they try yeah 
Do you want to um trigger warn this at all? Yes. That's trigger warning this. We're going to be talking about sexual assault, mm-hmm. rape, mm-hmm. and rape apologists. And their mamas. Always their mamas. Mm-hmm. You always got to throw on their mamas. Yeah. No, they fathers because patriarchs. And them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to throw in the pit Russell Simmons. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we've been on break. Thanks for coming out. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> no it's funny because oh gosh it's true it's true but he's oh god okay so i wanted to throw russell summons in the pit um lots have come out lately but the direct reason why i want to throw him in the pit is because we know that terry cruz um maybe about a month ago talked about um his sexual assault by Mm -hmm. another man and how it made him feel Mm -hmm. and all of this stuff and it's represented a lot um from, for lots of people, yeah. especially him Adam, being a man. I, I don't know the guy's name. It was Adam Sandler's agent who sexually assaulted yeah. Terry Crews. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that happens. Russell Simmons decides to send Terry Crews an email. And the reason why I laugh is because that's all he used to say on Def Comedy Jam. And then what? his email. You know oh, it's was mad long? Oh, he's e- got No, his email's mad short. Really? <laughs> that's <laughs> so funny. Was like, his email says, and, and Terry Crews put this on Twitter on November 19th. Mm-hmm. The email literally doesn't have a subject. No, I think the subject says agent. That's the subject. Oh, and God. then the email is literally two lines. Did he ever apologize? Give the agent a pass. Whoa! Ask that he be reinstated. We're great love. All things are possible. Wow. And Terry Crews screenshotted it, tweeted it, and was like, he showed that that was the message. And then he's like, dear Uncle Russ, no one gets a pass. He puts that in capital letters. Good. But what the fuck? What the f- Give him a pass? Give him a pass. Wow. Huh? Bla- a black man, a black man. Give this white man a pass. <laughs> I know he assaulted you. Yeah, give him I a know pass. he assaulted you, but they let us in that room. Yeah. They let us be in that room we with gotta them. Protect so you got to give him a pass. Give him know? a pass. We're in these places that, you know, a lot of us don't wow. be in. So let's make sure we give him mm. a pass because we don't want it so that other people can't be, you other black men can't be in the room. I want to know what white people talked to Russell and were like, yo, you know Terry, right? Reach out to him. Can you, I mean, come on, help me out. Yeah. You owe me a favor. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the conversations were that led up to this fucking email. I mean, aside from being a rapey fuck. You're about to say I he's. I wonder what he's, led to that. Yeah. He's, I don't even, I don't even think about what led to it because he has always been a fucking creep right, right. to me. No, of course. But um, I guess I wonder what the impetus was for him to put to insert himself in this to protect this white man. I mean, I don't know. Does he need a thing? Right. Does Who he need a reason? fucking knows? Yeah. God like, bless. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. But yeah, so that's the main reason why I want to throw him in a pit. But um, like I said, he tweeted this November 19th. Mm-hmm. Lots of things, lots of fuck shit right. have come out about Russell Simmons since then. So there's more things to add on why this motherfucker mm-hmm. goes in a pit. Uh, um, it came out that he... What's the, I want to make sure I use the right word. What's, it was rape. I didn't read the article on because it was... Okay, so so there were two incidents. There mm-hmm. was one... Um, there was one that I'm not sure if it was a rape or sexual assault. And then after that woman came out and people were questioning I know and he denied one. it. I know right, okay. So and then I heard of the article. The second, the second is a rape. One, but I didn't read it's that a rape. one because it was just... I read yeah. I looked like it would be a lot. I, I got you. I read the yeah. whole thing. Okay, it's okay. A fucking, it's a fucking okay. rape. Yeah. yeah, I saw you and... Um, 
your homie post it with trigger mm. warning and i was like oh no thanks yeah. for the warning yeah. yeah um okay i guess trigger warnings make sense i'm always like we don't need those but <gasps> your trigger warning helped me so yeah. i appreciate that yeah um yeah so the when the first allegation came about and when people were surprised mm-hmm. that annoyed the shit out of me mm-hmm. because He's on record talking about when he met Kamora and she was under uh, uh, underage and he had already chose her as like, that's going to be my wife. Yeah. And he quote waited for her like a he, fucking he, predator yeah. instead of just going about and dating women his own, his age. own age. And it's on record and we all acted like this is okay and, and so cute and they yeah. made such a great couple. I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then I was with my mom. It's like, look at that nasty shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw it. I was like, "Well, that's life." Oh, my mother's like yeah. that nasty. Cover. I don't. My mom is pretty comical. It's like that right. nasty shit. He think he because he do that yoga. Mm-hmm. He never, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know whatever that nasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was creeped out. Like I've always felt because I knew that it was yeah. like he was a creep. And I think because my experience with sexual assault was like that, where mm-hmm. some it was an older yeah. man and I was underage, and I just always have like a sore spot for mm-hmm. that. But that shit is disgusting. Right. So there's that. Yeah, there were there were um I did encounter a post where somebody was talking about how um how shocked they were by it and um you know, knew of him and and just found it to be so unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing is like that type of behavior is the norm. You know what I'm saying? And while there are different, you know, extremes, I guess, you have people who are like fucking the allegations against um neil degrasse tyson like yeah. if, if you don't suck my dick you're not you gonna get a good grade, grade in this class mm-hmm. and you have people who don't understand consent yes. you know what i'm saying but like it's touched us all i would not be surprised if my favorite my very best favorite trustworthy loved ones you know what i'm saying exactly had a story come out it's nothing to be surprised about because it's a part of our culture it's been a part of our culture yeah and it makes me think of and I didn't want to talk about her because I can't stand this bitch. I don't know what you're about to say, but I just took a deep breath. L- what's her name? Lena Dunham? So, tar- let's, let's leave. No. <laughs> yeah, I didn't take a deep enough breath. Sorry. Um, yeah, Lena so, Dunham. And I'm, I don't know who wrote the post you put, but she kind of... That was not nothing to do with Russell Simmons. Okay. Um, One of the writers for Girls yes. has said to have raped or sexually assaulted a woman a black woman yes a black Mm -hmm. woman and she came up in his defense Mm -hmm. she did that that thing she does that white feminist that white she did her white feminist shit like you know whatever she was like this is one of the three percent of instances where it's a lie because i know him and what i know about what i know about him and i'm defending and supporting the people who supported me yeah you crazy fucking racist i feel like in those instances that instance and this person like I feel like keep those thoughts to yourself because there is a bigger picture. There is a larger problem. And I understand, I know for myself, if I found out a man that I'm very close with is Mm -hmm. a rapist, I would be taken aback. Like it would be some mental processing that I need to do, Mm -hmm. but I'd, Pray that I would never do that in a public space. Yeah. Unless you are their fucking alibi, shut the yeah, fuck up. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're like, oh exactly. no, we were together that whole night. Yeah, like, Unless that's what mm-hmm. you have to say, don't say shit because yeah. you don't know. You weren't fucking there. It's built into the culture to be rapey as fuck yeah. and to get away with it. And there are stories and things that, that years ago, you know, we're old enough to where back in the day we may have had conversations and not realize that the we were bu- talking about a rape. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Being like, yeah, that's fucked up. I don't really talk to him. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
about yeah we exactly. were talking about a rape and yeah. i realized it. so in those same ways predators and things like that or whatever it's not uncommon i'm sure i am sure there are men right now who are like their whole life they had this thing that happened they were like yeah that was fucked up but they don't consider it a rape or they don't realize oh i raped that girl yeah that was terrible i should reach out i should apologize they're just like yeah that was that was awkward or not talk to her at all yeah (laughs) or that or that so i just feel like because it's so built into our culture we should not be so surprised or treated like leprosy really it's yeah. like well i don't even know how to deal didn't he was my fave yes our fave's been raping people who did you think was raping all the bitches that has been raped yeah like oh you how do you see all of these this me too things right. and then you think no one around you's a fucking it's the rapist. Same, it's the same guy yeah it's the same guy raping like, everybody no yeah. that's not how it works yeah. at all that's not how it works at all so that's that when you said that the surprise thing or the like right. i know this person right. like i get the shock or not that yeah like the shock or the yeah. like oh shit when someone close to you is accused mm-hmm. to something like that i've never had anyone close to me accused of that but i know that there will be some mental shit going on with me mm-hmm. keep that to yourself yeah. like dead ass i'll right. protect you you know like i'm not mm-hmm. gonna go mm-hmm. on my mm-hmm. social media and be like but i know him yeah like yeah. even what's the face Nicki minaj when her brother mm-hmm. um she was silent, right? She was. She didn't say anything, that's and I know that's her. I know that's her brother. Right. Blah, blah blah blah. She didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Y'all dragged her, which I think is fine. Like I, mm-hmm. I got it. Mm-hmm. She didn't mm-hmm. say that one statement. Yeah. They say not a thing. Right. We don't even know her thoughts mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. situation. Like shut the fuck up. Don't there's, say anything. There's nothing to say because mm-hmm. you weren't there. Yeah. And the table is set for this behavior. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The table is set for it. It's been set for exactly. years. So it's not, a, I'm telling They're you. They're not in court. We don't need best, your testimony. My best and my favorite loved one. If you told me they raped somebody, it would not It would not be a shock to me. Mm-hmm. It just would not. The table is set for that behavior. Yep. It's standard. It is standard. Now, if you told me that shit, like, it was my cousin and he did that shit yesterday, mm-hmm. that might surprise me. Because I'd be like, well, we're talking about consent and all this shit now. Yeah. And still, like, still yesterday? Raping? But yeah. again, that's not a conversation for yeah. a public space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where you know so many people are victimized and it is right. silence and that keeps this mm-hmm. going and flowing right, and shit. Right, right, right. All right. So kind of what I wanted to add to that in in that um, – dragging a little bit is the way that we share these instances Mm -hmm. of rape and i noticed um a part i also i'm not one to share that stuff Mm -hmm. um but i read the instance of jenny lumet i I don't know if it's lumet or lumet but um no i don't know i read it phonetically right i would say lumet (laughs) lumet (laughs) jennifer lumet um anyway she's also lena horn's granddaughter and Mm. like the daughter of a famous i don't know white man i don't know but anyway Mm. she's a screenwriter in her own in her own right but um she recounts an incident an incident of rape um between her and russell i think it was 91 that she said that it was Mm -hmm. she says that he raped her she recounts the whole story in grave detail if you can stomach a recounting of rape i would recommend anyone to read it because she kind of talks about how you can she's like you've probably seen pictures of us where we're in the same photo in close proximity to one another Mm -hmm. we've been at events together since then and everything that i've been to is tainted that experience you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um but they're in the same circle and people always say well i've seen y'all together we were there together yeah but this thing happened family members exactly hello people are raped by their teachers hello like somebody just told me a story like you uh, still think that people are jumping out of you think the only rapist is the motherfucker 
talking about right. jump out of bushes. Like, why yes. do we still yes. think that? Somebody told me a story of their homegirl who confided, my, my friend, his homegirl confided in him that um, her stepfather raped her. Mm-hmm. And this was when they were in college. So she's living with this for how long? Who, yeah. knows, who knows when or if she ever got the courage to tell her family that yeah. this horrible thing happened to her. But anyway, um, so Jenny Lumet writes in response after the uh, Russell Simmons first accuser said something. Jenny said, you know, this thing happened to me and I didn't want her to be out there by herself. So she writes a letter addressed to Dear Russell because because mm-hmm. Russell Simmons statement after the first accusation was I've never been violent to women and I've never done this, that or whatever. And so she's like, well, you know, you said you've never been violent to women, but this, what, this is what you did to me. This mm-hmm. is what happened. And so she writes this whole letter. It's in The Hollywood Reporter. And they attach his statement to that afterwards and him stepping down from all his companies and shit mm-hmm. like that. But what I noticed is people sharing articles about Russell stepping down. Russell's been accused and now he's stepping down. Russell this, Russell that, Russell this, Russell that. And I noticed very few people sharing this woman recounting her story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so there's all this conversation on social media about oh, well, he stepped down because someone accused him of doing what? Like, there's not a whole four-page essay on what happened. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't have access to what... We have access to what happened instead of making all these assumptions. Well, why was she with him? Well, why was she? Why was she? Why was she? When she details this, she answers every one of those possible um, victim blame rape apologist questions Mm -hmm. that a motherfucker could ask. She answers those in her letter. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just feel like if you are one to share that this thing happened, I feel like it's important that we share the stories of the victim, that we share the story Mm -hmm. of the um, accuser, you know, and let that be what's going around. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, It just, it just, I feel like it leaves too much space. It leaves too much room for people to rape apology, victim blame when you don't share the story. If you're going to bother to share. We have to protect men. Right. Like, cause even in Terry Cruz's case, we're making sure we protect that white man. Mm-hmm. That's why Russell Simmons sent him yep. this email. Yep. Like, give him a pass. Like, yep. we gotta protect. We got just right. gotta protect these white men, right. which is fucking crazy mm-hmm. and ridiculous that people don't realize how much they do to protect men and patriarchy and the trash shit that they do to yeah. everyone. Yep. It's really, really annoying. In your post that you posted mm-hmm. of the um, essay. Mm-hmm. One of your um, commenters was a man was showing screenshots of the reaction that some other motherfucker was yep. having in another post. And it was disgusting. Like, mm-hmm. to the point where it's not my post, it's your post. I didn't say anything. Yeah. I want to say, stop sharing these screenshots. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm getting yeah. angry. But I get what they were doing mm-hmm. and, you know, like, whatever. That's just, how I was. Like, I felt that initially. But after I was reading and I saw that he was commenting. Yeah, exactly. It was helpful to me to be able to say, here, maybe you should tell him this or maybe you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that was but initially i was like don't bring that here don't bring that yeah, here but yeah. then i also enjoyed because it's something that i don't see a lot is a man checking a man right we don't i don't see that often mm-hmm. if that's happening in your life great mm-hmm. i don't see that often when men are checking men it's always uh, women right. checking men when it comes right. to the abuse to us and all of this stuff mm-hmm. i appreciated seeing a man be on something like nah nigga yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah i think i appreciate that too i he um it was a, it, it was a gay ex- man ex- who was who was doing this and mm-hmm. i find that like gay men gay black men are more likely to stand up for us than other straight black men mm-hmm. in incidents you know so i mean i don't want to put that there to lessen it because it's a lot of gay black men that are silent i was about to say yeah i, I had know, i had a, a gay black man black best man. friend who don't like black women so there's that you know what i'm saying yeah but 
No, I feel you. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. I didn't get that. Well, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah. If you're a horrible person, you're a horrible person. Or if you don't, if you don't think women are value, regardless mm-hmm. of your true, but I do, I do feel like queer black shit. men are more likely to say something to engage in that dialogue with other black men. You know, I don't know. They could be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something else about this is, again, we were talking about, like, the reactions and the surprise. But also, I guess, some of the people feeling like, oh, well, everyone is canceled. I don't, I didn't know. So I put, I put something on Facebook, and it's in a private group that I'm in. And I didn't, I wanted to word this in a way that was not rape apologisty or victim blaming, because that's not where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I was successful. I'm reading it because I don't want to um, be thinking and talking yeah. and say it in mm-hmm. a way that doesn't make sense. Um, so anyway, so this is what I put, but it's, it's, I was responding to a lot of people saying everyone is canceled and, you know, how can we go on if everyone is like, is a rapist, da, 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 cause they've been, they've been a rapist they've though. They've been raping. So this is what I said, and I would love to hear what you think about it. And it says, um, I'm hoping to word this in a way that does not sound rape apologisty. Please check me if I'm unsuccessful. For years, motherfuckers acted like they did not understand consent. Some did understand it, some didn't. Most back in the day, believe most people back in the day believed in a shitload of victim-blaming politics. If she dresses this way, it's cool. If she comes out at night, it's cool. If she drinks with me, it's cool. The it being unwanted sexual advances, rape, harassment, etc. There will be people that we know and love who will be revealed as rapists and or predators and or harassers and or etc. There are people who we know and love who are rapists, whose actions will never be revealed. Rape was an acceptable part of manhood for years. Whole communities accepted this behavior. It was the norm. I think it's possible to have truth and reconciliation without throwing everyone in the trash because everyone has been trash. They didn't just become trash. Men are trash. They're rapey and they're fucking trash. And we've been living in a society that supports, protects, and promotes that shit. That's not new. I'm not saying folks shouldn't be fired or punished or have their entire careers dismissed. I'm totally down for that shit. I'm saying that on a personal level, I think it's possible to have healthy discussions about this shit without acting like these men are the exception or lepers. They are the fucking norm. Mm-hmm. My thing is that I agree with everything you said. Mm-hmm. My thing that I'm noticing is that people are like treating this like it's like a wave Right. Of things happening, yeah. and it's like it's not a wave of women reporting their rapes. It's just a wave of us actually seeing men being held accountable mm-hmm. for the fucked up shit that they've been doing, right. that they've built careers right. doing to people. Right. I think that's what it is. We have actually seeing men being held accountable for things because, like we say often on the show, we live in a world that says let boys be boys, and mm-hmm. there's nothing to do. You know how men know, how to, mm-hmm. you know, and we're seeing that not be the case. Right. Um. And that's great. Mm-hmm. That's what needs to fucking happen. How else would these conversations dwindle down to just simple things in, in parenting? Mm-hmm. You know, like how would this be? Like, I don't even, there are lots of people who didn't even consider talking about consent who are now thinking about talking about consent now because mm-hmm. the conversation of rape and sexual assault has moved further than just don't do that, right. but understanding consent and what that is and what that looks like and how you, um, not respecting a boundary mm-hmm. is is an assault to yeah. someone else. And I think that's the piece I know for myself when my understanding of rape when I was younger was different. That's why mm-hmm. now as an adult, I know that there are lots of experiences that I have where I've been sexually assaulted yeah. or whatever, but I did not know what that was. I didn't mm-hmm. understand that because I did not give consent yeah. um, for whatever, that Every- that was something. 
thing mm-hmm. out. Every year something comes to mind. I'm like, oh right, yeah, Except I, I was assaulted. That's what yeah, that was. but because you know what the I'm conversation saying? was always about rape. Yeah, don't get rape. Don't rape. Yeah. And, that's and then we kind walk we walk around as women with like a bag of shit that's happened to us yeah. that we have decided, yeah, that was a horrible thing that happened. I don't want to think about yeah. it anymore. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And 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 the, it gradually ends up re yeah. you know, emerging as people I are remember, talking about what's happening. Years ago I had a homegirl who um she told me a story that she was out at the club, she got really, really drunk. Mm-hmm. She woke up the next day at some guy's hotel room and I um she had sex with two guys. She doesn't remember anything. Right. So we were talking about it. And she said, I feel like I was raped. And I was like, I feel like you were too. Mm-hmm. And then we told our other homegirl. And she was like, nah, you was just drink. You shouldn't be drinking like that. Or mm-hmm. like, you just you can't, you got taken advantage of, but it's not like rape. Mm-hmm. And me and the person was like, well, we didn't know, no. Because this is, we were like. I remember. We were like, yeah, yeah you remember. We I remember like, this conversation. And I remember that if you told me something like that now, mm-hmm. first of all, you wouldn't because we're both on the same page. Yeah. But if you told me something like that now. Now, I'd be like, no, she was raped. This is what we need to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Blah, blah, blah. And, the, and when you told me it then, I was like, oh, my God, this that's horrible. Mm-hmm. But I didn't I didn't say she was raped. I think you did say it was like that whole thing, that feeling of we feel like she was yeah, raped. Yeah, but I, was I didn't like, know if the, right. she was raped. And I was but like, me and, me and yeah. her were like, yeah. Me too. I was like, yeah. But it's like, okay, so like, what is she though now? What do we do? When right now I'd be like, let's go. Yeah. What's their names? She was raped. Yeah. What are, what are we doing? And I would fucking check back with you. Yeah. And I'd be like, so where are we with this? That's the thing. I never, and I, I never really revisited it with her because I didn't know. Right. You know, like she, right. she, she, she even presented to me like I think, and right. I feel like I think you are because we've all been gaslit to think that we're not supposed to say when these uncomfortable, horrible things yeah. happen because men are supposed to be able to do whatever they want mm-hmm. if we breathe, yeah. if we go outside, yeah. if we. Drink, drink or whatever then it means people are allowed to do anything mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i was at a concert i've been assaulted sexually assaulted at concerts several times mm-hmm. i was at one when i was in undergrad and some guy was just like some random person that was like holding me in a way that i couldn't really move and if i had if i did move i would have had to make a scene mm-hmm. and i was there by myself yeah you know what i'm saying i would have had to make a scene and i was afraid of if i say something is he gonna think i'm crazy is he gonna hit me is it gonna be yeah. a fight or whatever he literally had his dick on my butt crack like mm-hmm. i was being assaulted yeah you know what i'm saying and i was 18 and i didn't know what to do what to say who to say it to yeah and i had no one to tell that story to even now to, this is the first time i've said it out loud mm-hmm. even now saying it it's embarrassing mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's embarrassing and that's like a small to, to me in comparison, in comparison to all to the, the trauma thing, that yes, other people have experienced. exactly that's a very small thing or whatever um but it's like We've been gaslit to think if I say something, someone's going to think that I'm crazy Mm -hmm. or that I'm not making any sense. And then even when it's happening, I'm like, is this really happening? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why is this happening? What is happening? And why does this person, I know for me when I've had experiences like that, it's like, why does this person feel, because for me, like I I remember I was in high school, um, going to school and this old man was like rubbing his dick on me while Mm -hmm. I was on the train. And then my first thought was like, wait, he's really, his dick is really on me. Mm -hmm. And it was like, why does he feel that this is okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Cause he's, it's people here and then finally mm-hmm. I reacted and I like cursed him out or whatever because mm-hmm. that's just how I once I feel embarrassed or like mm-hmm. awkward I have to put that right. on the next the other person right. so I did that and lucky for me because I did that this other man on the train like mm-hmm. punched the guy in the face and threw him off the train or mm-hmm. whatever but it's just like for it's normal mm-hmm. for them like I remember right. thinking like why is he no he's not about music on me mm-hmm. wait he is 
but I'm like a kid. And this is like, oh, you know, like all mm-hmm. these things. It was just like I was trying to rationalize right. it because what is going on yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. And even though this type of thing has happened to millions of women before us, we're mm-hmm. not talking about it with each other. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? We're not talking about it to other people because we've been gaslit to thinking you don't want to be that woman. You yeah. don't want to be that person who doesn't, doesn't know how to act. You don't want to be that person who's making something out of nothing. You don't want to be a black bitch. You don't want to be a stupid bitch. You don't want to be an uppity bitch. Yeah, you don't want to be Anita Hill. Like yeah. if I'm thinking about Anita Hill all of a sudden, like mm-hmm. hard things weren't overt sexual assault, right. but it was a man like fucking, why is there pubic hair in my soul? Mm-hmm. You know, like this shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're fucking with me. Yeah. And because she said those things out loud, because it wasn't like fucking rape, mm-hmm. then it's like, why are you making a big deal? Yeah. He just likes you. Just See, go, I mean, yeah, whatever. He it's just no wanted to deal. date you. He didn't do anything. Didn't so mean, whatever. That's how men are with rejection. Yep. You know? Yep. That's yep. Gross. And we're supposed to carry the burden for all of this shit. So we've been gaslit into silence. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um. So anyway. We're not going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> not going to take it. We're, We're not gonna take it anymore. I don't know. I just I had that song in my heart. That's, that's all, right. all I know. Listen, that's, that's all that matters. I'm glad you had it on your heart, and I'm glad you <laughs> let it out here, yo. Uh, I think we did a show. Nah, we're fucking done, yo. Okay, we fucking did it. Is there a light note that we can end this on? We're not gonna take it. Hey. Hey. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> How do we? We gotta trap that up. We gotta trap that up. How do we trap that up? I don't know. I'm not a rapper. Yeah, me, <laughs> me fucking. So follow us on the social media. I don't know why you have to say that all the time. I love it. Okay, we are at T with QJ on Twitter and Instagram. You can uh, be sure to like, follow, subscribe, all that good shit on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, fucking TuneIn app, Stitcher, anywhere you want to listen to our fucking podcast. Yep. We are fucking there. Be a be sure to follow us on Facebook. Oh, my T- wig is my wig. Get your wig together. Is it attached to the headphones now? Yeah. Good God. Um, be sure to follow us on Facebook, T with Queen and J. We are on Tumblr, T with Queen and J. Send us a fucking email, T mail at T with Queen and J at gmail.com. I'm shutting up. I'm just, okay. I'm just stay with my That's wig. That's fine. T with Queen and J at gmail.com. Check out our website. You can also email us there and donate there at T with Queen and J dot com. We are all over the place. Tell motherfuckers about us. Donate to us. My fucking birthday is about to be here. It is. Give us your fucking money for my birthday. You can do that. For me. Uh, Sorry, I had to do that. Thank you. That's okay. <laughs> um, And that's it. We fucking did it. Yeah? Yeah, we did. All right. Oh, we'll see you guys tomorrow for a fucking We've Gotta Have It. We be sure to see them. We do a podcast. Uh, be sure to be there. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it is. That shit drops every Wednesday. We're doing reviews of She's Gotta Have It. And we gotta have it. We Maybe. Gotta, we gotta have it. Question mark. Yeah. We'll see. All right, goodbye. (laughs) To help what's going on in Libya. You want to know why they're not making it priority? Or you want to know why they haven't tried to uh, help Libya? Because Libya has not had um, a president or have had any type of government running them for kind of a long time right right now. Almost two years, right? And nobody cares. You want to know why they don't care? Because it's convenient for them. It's convenient for them because they want free resources. They want they free they want they free um goods. And that's why they don't give a fuck. 
That's why it's like in two. They get exposed on CNN. That's why they want to act like, yeah, they're having a type of meeting and shit. They want to do these fake meetings with these cameras and shit. Like, they helping and they care. And they don't give a fuck. It's been, this shit been happening for a long time. Remember when the nigga that was, um, I don't know if he was fast. Was he fast as the nigga that was running Libya? Didn't he have, like, long hair? That's the nigga that was running Libya, right? That nigga been, been gone. And since then, nobody, nobody been controlling Libya. So a lot of fuck shit been going on. And nobody cares. None of the United Nations, none of those countries that's in the United Nations care to help them. You want to know why? Because it's convenient for them, for that country not to have no type of government or no type of somebody running that country for their resources. And that's a motherfucking fact. And you want to know something? They might kill me for this, but it's a fact. It's a motherfucking fact. What's going on over there is shameful and disgusting. And, and us, the people, as much as we say pray for this, pray for this, pray for that, it's just that we can't really, we can't, it seems like sometimes we just can't really help. But those people, the United Nations and these countries, they could help. They just don't fucking want to because it's convenient for them. It's convenient for them not to help. It's convenient for them not to help them get government. It's convenient to get for them not to get a president or nothing. Da, 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 because they want their resources. 